A, C, B. Hey everybody, in the passenger seat with a data guy that can probably break down things better than anybody I know. With us today in the passenger seat, I have John Coles. John's gonna break down data, what's being used, how it's being used, how we can benefit our dealer partners on a day-to-day basis. And you know, I'm excited about this podcast. This is gonna be very, very informative. Uh, John, thank you for joining us. Let's let's jump right in. What is your title with ACB? So I, I want to make sure that I pronounce it correctly. What what's John's title? Well, it's good to be with you first. Yeah, Matt. thank you. Uh, so my title is Senior Director of Data Science and Analytics. Data science, data science in the car business. I thought I would never ever hear, but it's getting more and more popular, right? Yeah, it is. So one thing I love about John is John's background. Okay, so where where John came from to here is just phenomenal. So I want you to give a few minutes on what you did before you come to ACB because I think it's just extraordinary. Sure. So first, I'm a proud upstate New Yorker. So okay. I don't know how right. much of your audience. No, nope, no, nope, we're know, good. We're good. Uh, proud upstate New Yorker, um, but I grew up. Overseas, okay. Uh, lived in uh, lived in Indonesia for twelve years. Okay. Uh, and my first taste of disaster relief was the Indian Ocean tsunami of two thousand four. Wow. So, uh, tremendous impact on the country and the community mm-hmm. where I lived, mm-hmm. and got to go and help. And I remember the moment when we were buying relief supplies. Mm-hmm. And it cost more. Right. And then we were trying to figure out how to get it to all the families efficiently. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very efficient. Right. And we were there for maybe a week. And I came back. I was getting ready for college. And I said, there's got to be a way to use data to help people more effectively right. than what we're doing <laughs> today. There's exactly. got to be a way. There's got to be a way. Got to be a so, way. Fast forward through nine years uh-huh. of school, yeah. uh, bachelor's, master's, and PhD, really focused on how do you use data to efficiently right. and effectively help people. Gotcha. And papers that I published that I got to work on were how do you design Red Cross policies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to equitably distribute right. aid? How do you help people with data efficiently? Right. And uh, as I was, I remember though, as I was finishing my PhD, I started looking at jobs and opportunities and I realized I vastly overeducated myself for this. I, if I wanted to hand out right. water and food more effectively, <laughs> yeah, not why did school, I live yeah. in an ivory tower for right. the last five years? Right. And uh, so I started looking at different opportunities in healthcare and disaster relief and counterterrorism all share a couple similar aspects. Uh-huh. And Poor quality data, right? That's often hand annotated, mm-hmm. and um, it is about helping people. Sure, but connecting that data mm-hmm. to helping those people is tremendously complicated, right? And so to I make said, it more effective, to make it more effective, right? And so uh, started working on building models for helping kids with autism, uh, doing twenty-four hour prospective risk assessment wow. for kids and adults with autism. 
okay. really look at, okay, we've got data from all these different sources. Right. What can we do about it over mm-hmm. the coming 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Um, worked with some tremendous people, uh, different centers around New York State. Um, and then in parallel, worked with uh, a range of defense agencies on what is the prospective threat right. that we're assessing? How do we respond right. effectively? How do we use data right. and, and combine it? to make a meaningful impact for I, people. I think that is just so awesome, the way just everything that you just, you know, in, you know, just intertwine just in. And then I go, and you're in the car business. So yeah, the car business can be chaotic. The car business can be crazy. So why the transition? Why automotive? Like, you know, I mean, I know you want to connect data, but that's kind of like a 180 to me, man. I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. That's kind of like, but you know, the automotive space, what, what brought you here? So it, it's a great question. So um, I got the same question from my in-laws and yeah. from other people okay. when I started to say, like, you know what? I'm, I love what I'm doing yeah. on the disaster relief, healthcare, healthcare. It's great stuff. Yeah. But Buffalo and Rochester are, is really an adopted home for me. Okay. So traveling, uh, growing up overseas, coming from upstate New York. Landing in Buffalo, where I did my undergrad and my PhD, met my wife here, Mm -hmm. and seeing um, just the number of friends and and, uh, other people looking for opportunity. Um, When ACV Auctions was introduced to me, I started to see how it could be a spark, similar to, um, if you look at Silicon Valley Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Intel, Yep. It's called Silicon Valley because Intel, Intel. made their That's chips right. there. That spark changed the landscape mm-hmm. for innovation, entrepreneurship, sure. jobs. Everybody went there. Everybody went yep. there. And that intersection of technology mm-hmm. and hardworking people, that digital and physical space connected, I really saw a unique opportunity in ACB and in our community to change that. Yeah. Um, and, and be that spark, be and, that tech unicorn. And you've been with ACD how long now? Four and a half years. Four and a half years. Yeah. So you have really seen it just spin. I'm not going to say out of control, but <laughs> very like, like that tilt the world. You get on at the fair, you know, going all around everything like that. You know, just, just insanely just how, well, I always tell people, John, that the automotive space is like a roller coaster, especially the past four years. Right. So, and I, and, and I don't like saying this, I've said it, COVID, right? Yep. COVID changed the landscape. How did COVID affect data? So I'm going to answer that question. Well, we can circle back to it. I want to circle back to it yeah. because part of what is unique about the automotive space. Mm-hmm. So ACV, I talked about ACV. Mm-hmm. What attracted me to the automotive space, mm-hmm. once I started to really understand the caliber of the people that work in the automotive space, the number of people that work in this space in the United States, the way that mobility Mm -hmm. impacts the quality of life for people across the country. True. And that dealer partners need to do that more efficiently. I agree. That is the final component for me joining ACB and the automotive space as a whole. So okay. it's not just that technology. It really is the degree of passion mm-hmm. that and the level of work mm-hmm. that you see people in a dealership put in. Yeah. The hours. Yeah. 
that they pour in is just tremendous. It's a different way of life. It's a different way of yeah, life. Yeah. You want to bring everything and mesh it together. Yes. Basically is what you want to do. You want to form a bond with dealer partners. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that we do. We want a strong dealer partnership. So that's what John Colts is doing. He's bringing everything and meshing it together. Yes. That, you know, as we think about, okay, eight months after I joined. Yeah. Right. I'm the senior most analytics person at this startup. Yeah. I had just had a baby. Yep. When COVID started, yep, I remember. so we were, we were home. Yep. And then uh, we we came back to the office one day, and then we weren't no. back. The after world, the after world that. stopped. The yeah. world stopped. And, and ACV wasn't immune to COVID. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was happening. And then boom, our phone started ringing off the hook. Hey. I still need cars. Mm-hmm. Hey, I still need to sell cars, right? We brought people yeah. back to work on certain tasks. So with that being said, and, and it being, like I said, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, it's just the chip shortage, inventory shortages, you know, people not being there to, to receive vehicles in. I mean, it's just, and pricing. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> I mean, if you were to ask me to price a vehicle to it, I couldn't do it. I'm like, I can't, I can't tell you, you know? So going back to that, we're talking about it. How did COVID affect the data that you were pulling to kind of give an accurate assessment of what's going on? It had to be difficult. It, it was, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, you know, it, it definitely it, was Yeah, difficult. I mean, it, 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 you know, it had to be difficult. On the one hand, it was tremendously difficult. The reason I don't say the whole thing was tremendously difficult right. is when ACV set out to change the physical Mm -hmm. auction environment to a digital space, how we look at the marketplace, how we assess Mm -hmm. the value, the views, Mm -hmm. the bids on a car, all of that is baked into how we were doing business before COVID and through COVID. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's so important is when some of our, our physical, you know, physical auctions had to close up and, and some of our dealer partners had to, you know, temporarily close their doors until yeah. they validly yeah. were identified as a critical business. Yep. The, uh, the physical auctions were like, well, how many bidders are in lane? Mm-hmm. And what they meant was how many people are engaged somehow. Right. For us, that definition never changed. When those dealers log into their phone, when everybody was home, Mm-hmm. trying to stay safe with their families, mm-hmm. we were seeing people engage, look at the auctions, bid on the auctions. And so in some ways, it validated mm-hmm. the investment, the approach, the way that we looked at the market that right. was a little bit different than everybody else and almost seemed crazy. Right. All of a sudden, why we looked at the number of viewers on an auction mm-hmm. digitally mm-hmm. and how we track bidder engagement in different market opportunities throughout so the day. Changed the, the model week. a little bit. It changed right? the model a little gotcha. bit. And it validated ACV's approach right. to digital first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and who would have thought that consumers during COVID would, would be buying cars like they did, right? You would think that it was just, they would be, what's going to happen day to day, but consumers didn't let that bother them. They, no. they, they, they still bought the cars. Well, they still, going back to why automotive is such an important industry consumers still needed to get food yeah yeah going going back to the disaster relief thing when you look at how disaster response is managed in the u.s Mm -hmm. versus other places with different mobility Mm -hmm. in the united states when somebody's picking up food 
it's picking up food. They're mm-hmm. pickup points. They're pickup points. That's right. Overseas, when I've done work internationally, it's drop-off points. Oh. So when we had, you know, COVID started to shut things down, mm-hmm. people still got to drive places. Yep. That's how our economy, that's how our communities mm-hmm. are have been built. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, you had that oh, dip. Yes. I think we went, we went down dramatically. Yeah. And they're talking about what kind of recovery is it? Right. Is it going to be? I remember an email I sent. I think it was a Saturday morning. Those days, I worked probably 12 to 14 hours, five, six-ish days a week. Right. Which is similar to what our partners do every day. You get ready to say, that's right? the automotive that space. That is the yep. automotive space. Yep. I remember an email I sent on a Saturday mm-hmm. saying, right now, in the digital auction environment, it's looking like it's spiking back similar to what a v-shape recovery would look like and i remember seeing email threads as george and Mm -hmm. other and we started to talk through like well what does that mean Mm -hmm. how do we get in front of it right and so again being at that forefront of the digital auction revolution right and thinking about it in the right way how Mm -hmm. are people viewing it Mm -hmm. are they bidding it up when is the value of a car increasing 1% 1% yep. week over week, not a trailing number. No, we'll, no, get no, no, we'll get into we'll that. Get into no, that. We'll get into that. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. As those prices change week over week, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. And how do we help our dealer partners get in front of it? Right. Better understand it, educate them, you know, because listen, we, we, we know dealers are now incorporating more data. You know, yeah. they, they are definitely pulling it more. They're definitely looking at the variations, you know, what a car does here compared to what it's doing over here, right? And you also got geographic locations you got to look at as well. Oh, yeah. Each territory is a little different. So, you know, let's talk about market. Let's talk about market gaps. Let's talk about how are we positioned to, to help those markets that are a little different, you know, considered from the East Coast to the West Coast. You know, it, they still have automotive space, but... It's a little different, right? So how, how are we bridging that gap with, with the market? So for ACV, the way that we think about that car is similar to how you think about real estate. Okay. Right? Yep. I mean, location, 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 location on the real estate yep, side. Exactly. Those markets yep. are so different. Yep. The quality of a vehicle, yep. if you think about the Northeast, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. proud driver of a rust imbued vehicle because yep. um, I live in the Northeast. Yep. And so how you assess the condition and the value of that car yep. is highly dependent mm-hmm. on the location and also the format. How are oh, you yeah. getting that in front of people? Yep. Right? You, you go to a, a physical lane environment mm-hmm. and you've got Joe who runs his cars green light at 10 a.m. <laughs> every day. Every day. And yep. when it's predictable when it provides you know a clear set of expectations yeah. in how it's run dealers begin to gravitate towards that mm-hmm. when they're great cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on acv when we account for that location yep not just the territory or the nope. region not just the rough segment of the country mm-hmm. what is the lot that mm-hmm. it's sitting on mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. where has it been stored right when was the last time somebody reconditioned it yep. all of that information combined with the usual year make model all, sure. all that all stuff. that all yeah. that yeah um, which is which is common but you're going which a is deep. common right you gotta go a little bit deeper yeah and that's that is so important 
when you think about how quickly the market moves. Yes. Because if it, if you're buying a car all the way across the country and prices, you know, last week prices went down one and a half percent, I believe, on okay. luxury luxury and truck. Blackbook okay. just talked about I thought, this I last it was week. Truck, but luxury too, huh? Luxury okay. and truck. Okay. And we were looking at that two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I met with a dealer group and highlighted like, hey. Some of your luxury stores, mm-hmm. we're seeing health in certain segments, mm-hmm. but there are some risk indicators in our market. Here's what we're seeing in terms of some of these luxury segments. Don't get caught on the wrong side of a correction. So you actually go to a dealership and sit down with them and show them data. You'll actually educate them. I do, yes. That's, that's okay. That's I, great. I love it. I think um, that's great. I, I think of it, you know, just like healthcare, disaster relief, yeah. automotive, like, when you're looking at data mm-hmm. and it doesn't connect to someone, right? It doesn't matter. It's not. It's not going to resonate. Not, it's not going to help. It, it's not going to help. No, and it's so, not going to help at all. Um, yeah. No, I I love getting to spend time with our dealer partners. Love that. Um, and with our teammates because sure. I have so much to still learn about Man, this industry. I'm gonna tell you, I love I love our field teams. They 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 are our foot soldiers, is what I call them. You know, they they are out there getting it. So let's let's go back to pricing. All right. Right. Let, let, let's go back to that because that is something that everybody beats their head against the wall about. Right. You know, do you price it? At this amount, do you price it at this amount? I need this. I got to get this. The market, basically, like you said, tells you what the car's going to do. If mm-hmm. you saw one and a half percent decrease in luxury trucks, then you got you got to make the, the, the correct adjustment for that. What is your take on pricing? I want you to break that. I want I, I want John Cole <laughs> to break down pricing for me because I when I listen to you talk, I make notes and I go, that makes sense. That makes sense because I use that out in the field. You know, I, I, I want to educate that this is what we're seeing because, and, I, and I, we're going to circle back, we record every digital transaction in our market report, correct? Mm-hmm. So just want to make sure that we get that recorded. So yep. now I'm going to give it to you on the pricing and break that down for me. So, um, yes, every vehicle is included in the market report. And when we think about pricing, the key component is not what do you own it for. Right. It's what will it move for today Correct. in the best location, the best auction mm-hmm. environment possible, mm-hmm. what will it transact for today? today? And then looking at, hey, we have adjusted that number for recent trends mm-hmm. and we're giving you directional indicators mm-hmm. for upcoming trends. Here's what it will transact for today. Right. When you look at some of our dealer partners, the thing that I often hit on as we start to break down pricing is what you own the car for. Yes. Right. You, you've got to make it whole. I get it. Nobody wants to take a loss. I, nobody wants it. to take a loss. I get it. A loss today versus getting caught on the wrong side of a correction. Yes. Or, right. you know, we you talk about COVID making it a little bit nutty the last couple of years. Very right? much so. My lovely rust bucket vehicle appreciated so as it, it was rusting it went up it went up it went up it right. went up it i went bought up. it and then i could have sold that car and made money probably and made money <laughs> after taxes yeah, after tax, right? yeah, yeah that world is gone yeah and and one of the things when i spend time with some of our dealer partners you get a mixture of guys who've been in the used car business before covid mm-hmm. that are used to a vehicle depreciating sure and some of the younger guys like myself who are entering this industry and learning 
and think, you know, some weeks the value of a car will go up. Oh, absolutely. So I'll, you know, play the odds, a little bit of roulette. Yep. The strike is over. Yep. We'll talk about that more. Talk about the that strike later. is yep. over. Yep. There's more vehicles getting put on these lots. Mm-hmm. There's consumer engagement mm-hmm. that's trying to navigate high interest tremendously rates. Yep. high interest rates. Yep. That car is going to depreciate mm-hmm. at a more normal clip mm-hmm. as we look to the years ahead. Yeah. John, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to uh, speak with me today. A lot of information, a lot of great information, not only for our teammates, but our dealer partners as well. Um, but like John said, if, if you have you know questions and you want to speak with John, reach out to your TM, reach out to your RSD. John's not afraid to get on the phone, right? Um, so John, thank you again for taking the time. Uh, check us out, acvauctions.com. Always there, always there to help. And until next time, buckle up. A C V.